This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in NFL Aftermath Monday edition of the program. It's a special edition as Vic Fangio, you're fired. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Jake Meyer. The season is officially over, yet it's like starting a new beginning all over again. It's like they say in that song, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings in, Jake. You know what I mean? That's sad stuff. It's it's real deep, you know, thought right We're there. thoughtful on this show, though. I mean, that's where one thing we do is uh, we're thought-provoking, we're heartfelt, um, and it's going down as uh, Brian Flores, Mike Zimmer, uh, Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy, and I'm leaving one guy out there. Is that it? Is that was Big Fangio? Yeah, well, Fangio. Okay, well, those guys fired as of yet. Um, I always say maybe one more straggler, one more team. You know, I think the blowback, the blowback from the uh, Joe Judge stuff might be so strong that the Giants might end up having a change of thought and moving on from him at some point today or tomorrow. How can you run that back with that guy, especially you know the way he's been acting and talking of late? But the Broncos um, start their search for a new head coach. I hope that search starts with. Um, Brian Flores, who is shockingly, surprisingly let go by uh, the Dolphins. Like the Dolphins uh, this morning, um, surprising everybody. They were 10-6 and six last year. They won seven straight games this year. Um, he's been uh, a two winning seasons there in his three seasons. Um, one with Tua and Fitzmagic. And to be honest, I think he didn't have much more to work with, Jake, right. than the Broncos did. Yeah, he beat New England four times and the six times he played them. Brian Flores is all I could think about right now, Jake. I mean, he's a very enticing coaching candidate. He's going to get a head coaching job right away because not all head coaches, when they're fired, get an immediate opportunity right after that. But Flores, I'm sure he's one of those guys who's going to get an immediate opportunity, whether that be here in Denver or anywhere else that has a coaching opportunity or a coaching opening. Brian Flores is going to get one of those jobs. No doubt about it in my mind. He is right now the top candidate for a head coach to me. It goes, you know, Flores, um, and after that I'd probably go um, Dan Quinn. Throw I love the idea of Dan Quinn. I think I I actually, you know, maybe the resume is stronger for Dan Quinn. Almost probably certainly is. More accomplished, previous head coach, took a team to a Super Bowl, um, helped give, you know, a new life to a – um, and develop Micah Parsons and Stefan Diggs to a, a Cowboys defense that kind of sucked last year. So mm-hmm. I think he's a, actually the, a little bit more of a um, further along, longer resume, more polished uh, candidate. The Brian Flores stuff just happened hours ago, so that's right. why it's like, get me this guy, because you feel like um, he's going to be, you know, gone pretty quick. Dan Quinn's going to have the pick of the litter, I think. Um, I love the idea of Dan Quinn. To be honest with you, but uh, and I think he could bring in another Kyle Shanahan like young offensive corner to get 
offensive corner to give us that that we you know so desperately need like a a breath of fresh air like new life and I mean like a youth movement from the complexion of the offense and who and what they are uh, to go you know coincide with all the great young talent that they have so we've talked a little bit about that before but now it's happened it's happened today it's you know Black Monday they call it. I said it's mm-hmm. uh, blackjack well you know uh, yeah might as well call it white jack you know what I mean right um so, uh, like, I don't know. It's all white head coaches in this league. Black coaches never get a fair shake. So, um, Brian Flores, you know, one of the couple in the league gets fired today. But it's all the white retread head coaches. that blow Black Monday. She called them White Monday. So, I don't know if that's inappropriate to say or not. It's just kind of true. So, uh, so, do you think Flores gets a job? A head coaching job, not a coordinator oh my job, gosh. a head coaching he job. He absolutely this. gets a head coaching job. And there might be another team waiting to fire their coach for this guy, to be honest with you. So, you know, say, I don't know what, would Pete Carroll be on his way out if Brian Flores was to want to go to Seattle and there was some relationship there or something like that? You see what I'm saying? Right. The new, the next guy kind of, you know, who's in the position to, you know, do that kind of stuff. So um, that's where we're at here. Uh, George Payton said all the right things and probably too much of the nice things in the post Fangio press conference. Um, They kept saying um, and Joe Ellis kept referring back to leadership, leadership, leadership. And what I think he means by that is like fire in your belly kind of leader of men stuff. And then he said someone uh, who's more complete too. um, And he means handles the offense and handles the defense, not just runs the defense and gives the total control to Pat Shermer, which he had. I'm sure Rick Fangio acted like he chimed in and said things that made a switcher every now and then. But Fangio, we well know, had almost little to nothing to do with the offense. Right. And everything to do with the defense. So, um, you know, that's that's an eye-opening statement for George Payton right there because, you know, it's a huge reason why Fangio didn't work out here. Um, one-trick pony. You know, if... if there's one thing about delegation. You can delegate the offense and the you know certain aspects of the game to your coordinators. But as the head coach, you have the final say. You have to know when to take over and you know make your impact on the game. And Fangio did not know when to take over the offense because he doesn't know a damn thing about offense. So he wasn't able to take over, and that's why... When Shermer was just doing the same rudimentary offense over and over and over again with no success, Fangio couldn't do anything about it, yeah. and that's why he's fired. Well, that's a big reason why again, he's fired. There's no, I don't feel bad for Fangio. He got an extra year here to make it work. He's going to find work quick, and he even said that last week. I won't be out of league very long. I'll find work quick. I think that's quote unquote. So, um, you know, you're bitter, you're a little angry, but you know what the. You know, he. I think he kind of had a feeling the writing was on the wall the last couple of days, and some of the way he was you know, kind of talking and handling himself. Um, thanks, Vic. You know, it's. I'm not mad at you. It just didn't work. Um, they didn't have enough talent, and they didn't have the right guy. And the combination of the two things, whether you have too much talent or too much, you know, too too great at coaching and not enough talent, it doesn't matter. It's just who and what and where the Broncos are. And the change was. Um, necessary and i'm glad they did it um no hard feelings um let's move on here and now it's again what broncos country has here it's like you turned over the hourglass again or it's like i don't know man something you know it's changed in your life and you have new hope a new you know like i'm filling up with hope again a little bit because i know that 
there's better out there for these Broncos. Mm-hmm. I know that this Broncos team is pretty close. Um, did you say the quarterback away stuff at the beginning of this podcast, or was that on the radio show? Um, oh, that was... You said a quarterback away. That was on the radio show. And I said, well, every team is a quarterback away, but the Broncos are a quarterback away from greatness and something really, truly special happening. Um, and, well, you know, who is that guy? Where does that guy come from? Hope it's College? in the past. Uh, well, maybe. I mean, that's if Mr. Unlimited is unavailable. And if Aaron Rodgers wants to stay in Green Bay for another year and finish his career, which it feels like that's where that's headed now. And he'll say, well, they made some of the concessions for me that I demanded and they're going to pay me and all this kind of stuff. And if that's what it was all about the whole time for Aaron Rodgers, well, then if you make him happy, won't, you know, what, what's the, why would you want to go? So, yeah, if it doesn't work out. But with, I wouldn't, you know, that guy's crazy too, though. Right. If it doesn't work out with Mr. Unlimited, you could always go with Mr. Unvaccinated. <laughs> and then you, if that doesn't work out, you could go with, um, you know, Kenny Pickett or. Or know, Matt Corral Matt or we'll Corral. see who else is out there. Okay. And then if that doesn't work, um, you know, then we're going to have to, people should have to start entertaining the idea of the Kirk Cousins and the Garoppolo's. And I, I'd put Minshew at the top of that list. I would call on Jalen Hurts. They have a lot of first-round picks. Um, I'd call the Eagles on their first-round picks anyways, you know, and see what, you know, what they're looking for. With The Broncos are, I don't know, man. It's, they, they, they've never developed a quarterback here in the history of this franchise. They never drafted one and developed him and had success with him ever, Jake. Nope. I mean, since uh, Craig Morton in 77 took the Broncos to the Super Bowl to trading for Elway, trading for Elway, don't forget that, to Plummer to Tebow to Payton to the Paxton and Drew Locke. They never have, and I don't know if they ever will. You right. know what I mean? Again, they've gone uh, 62 years, 61 years of this franchise, right, without ever developing a quarterback into a star quarterback of their own. Okay, you with me? That makes sense? Yes. So, you know, why do it now? Um, all hands on deck for Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. I'm hoping that's where the conversation has been at and is at right now since the Seahawks season is over to get me Russell Wilson. Um, that's it. Yeah. You know, someone will land Russell Wilson, Jake. A team will land him. Why not the Denver Broncos? Well, again, the would he want to go to New York and – with shitty Joe Judge, the head coach there, would he want to go to the Raiders who might think we're going to extend Derek Carr now? Who just made the playoffs? Just made the playoffs and, you know, brought us, is bringing us, going to bring us to the promised land. So, where does that leave of the three destinations that he really was considering here? Well, that leaves the Saints who might have found something in Trevor Simeon, you know? Mm-hmm. That could be the. That could be the Dolphins with maybe the head coach of his choosing there. A lot of factors, a lot of things to think about. I mean, I don't know. We could podcast for two hours today, but we won't. Right. Uh, well, this brings me to my next you know, topic. Okay. Um, George Payton was asked about how much Drew Locke is going to weigh into the head coaching decision. And George Payton says, no doubt, definitely how Drew did this year and kind of how he evolved. We 
want every candidate to have an opinion on Drew. How are you going to get the best out of Drew? Do they have knowledge of the college quarterbacks? Do you have knowledge of the free agent quarterbacks who have been around? Who have you been around, and what's your ideal quarterback? What's, what type of philosophy are you going to run on offense? It's a big conversation when you're interviewing these guys. It can go to five to seven hours, and quarterback is obviously a very big part of the conversation. So George Payton seems very open to, you know, whether it be a free agent or a quarterback or even um, going back to Drew. And I think that's the worst case scenario, but I think it all depends on who they bring in. And I'm sure any of these head coaching candidates, after watching the film and breaking down um, everything about Locke, has, has everything he's done in his first three years, they're going to lean towards a free agent quarterback. And because to me, I said it earlier in this year, I don't think there's a a sure thing uh, at all in this well, college no, in, in this sure draft. Thing. Yeah, but like um, at the quarterback position. Was there in this last draft? I mean, Trevor Lawrence was closest to a sure thing, but he didn't really pan out okay. yet. Okay. Um, and that's even me going against the argument that I might make because Trevor Lawrence is kind of generational and very special and unique. But the Trey Lance, I mean, he is us up in the air. Who knows what that guy's going to be? And you know I think he's going to be a very talented guy. Well, he is an incredibly physically talented guy and worth them moving up from 12 to 6 and 6 to 3 to draft. Um, Justin Fields, you love Justin Fields. Yeah. And he hasn't been a sure thing, to say the least. And Mac Jones, who was the fourth guy of those guys, taken fourth. Four. And then, you know, once you go to fall to 15 and they take him, it's like every team passed on you. Right. And you might be, well, there's 15 other teams that have a chance to draft him. Now, all those other 15 teams could have traded into 14 or 13 or 12 or 10. If they really, if wanted, they really wanted him. Nobody wanted him. And if New England didn't draft him, he might have fell to the very end of the first round and maybe the second round. Right. And he's been the most successful by a mile, Jake. Yeah. So, again, those four guys were more notable names. Ohio State for Fields. Clemson for uh, Trev. Um, BYU. Well, <laughs> BYU. Zach I forgot Wilson. about Zach Wilson. And then Mac Jones for Bama. Roll Tide, right? right? So um, there's not that kind of notoriety with these guys because Bryce Young, who's playing the national championship game tonight, is just a freshman. Right. So don't let that scare you away, though, because that's when you get to the Patrick Mahomes kind of guys. In the draft, is there a guy like that in this draft? Certainly uh, not. Yeah, right. Certainly not. But is there a player Herber esque of caliber in this draft? I'd say yes, Jake. I'd Maybe. Say you, no, I'd say you'd be crazy to think otherwise. I doubt it. Nah, every year there is. Well, then I'm crazy. Well, then you are crazy. You have great hair, but you're crazy. Okay. Uh, that's end it here. I think we should do, we'll do three or four more podcasts the rest of this week. Um, tomorrow we'll have updates. We'll have maybe a little bit of a direction that the Broncos will be headed in, at least in terms of requests for an interview scheduled. And the Broncos have over all the last few hires. I remember John Fox, they had like a camera in the car as he's on his way to interview. They And they put it on the social media. You have to go back. And it was like, you know, you could tell John Fox kind of hated it. It's not what he was about, but it was necessarily – it was necessary, and it was kind of the future. And that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago already. So um, that's Broncos Blitz Podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, tell them about the show. Tell them about the podcast. All right, the radio show, if you're here in town you, and you're about town, you could listen to us at 98.1 FM, uh, 107.5 HD3 Radio. 
um, you know, mylifesports.com. You can watch the show. I think that's the easiest and best way to do it. You just Absolutely. watch us there. MyLifeSports.com, we got their Twitch stream there, um, so you can see our beautiful faces in the studio. Beautiful faces, whoa! And uh, all our podcasted versions of our previous works are also right there uh, on Spreaker and MyLifeSports.com. So that's the radio show here on the podcast. Anywhere you find podcasts, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Podcast, the Broncos Blitz Podcast is there. Uh, and we're rising up the ranks. You know, this, this podcast is going to be the best Broncos podcast. We're already one of, but there's just guys maybe doing it a little longer or they're named like Dave Logan and they're Broncos <laughs> le- in a legend in the you know franchise and stuff like that. Right. So we appreciate you guys big time. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we love you guys. Go Broncos, right? Again, doesn't it feel like... Go Broncos. You know, it's the way you were feeling uh, 24 hours ago to the way you're feeling now. It's like... The hope is back. It is hope is back. It's filling up again. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.